Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Hey, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Charles Knuthia, CK. So CK is the owner of Wealth Fitness. He's a business consultant, wealth consultant, author, international speaker, and he focuses on how to start, grow, and scale any business and creating multiple streams of income using business as your vehicle. CK, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Matt. Glad to be here. Super. So, hey, can you expand on that and just tell us a bit more about, you know, where you are in your business today and sort of the kind of people that you serve? Absolutely. Well, uh, just like you said, uh, you know, I'm a business consultant, but also a business coach. And uh, we focus mostly on uh, small to mid-sized companies. And we offer services, anything from risk management to strategic planning, growth plans, franchising, and so on and so forth. Uh, But we also work with uh, new startups, people that are just looking for, hey, I'm looking for some funding. I'm just trying to get this, you know, laundry mat off the corner uh, of uh, Bell and Air, you know, whatever. So we work with all kinds of clients uh depending on where they are our main focus is to get them from where they are to where they just want to be uh but more so like i said from small to mid-size we've also been privileged to work with a few fortune 500 companies from uh you know a consulting aspect and uh, so that's what we do so startups fortune 500 there's a big big gap in there what my first question what sort of common thread what commonality can you see within each business dependent on doesn't matter what size well i mean let's be honest everybody's just looking to succeed <laughs> the big guys want to get bigger the small guy wants to get bigger everybody's just like at a place where they say if we could just make a little bit more money but for me it goes a little bit beyond that i'm still always very impressed with startups because they are very big on the why i mean you know you find that most of them start businesses because they had a personal need they were trying to solve a personal problem they're just trying to make a a, a big impact in the community uh and it goes also for large companies, but most of the times what we found with large companies, it becomes about the spreadsheets, the numbers, the profits and all those things. But on this other side, it's just like, man, I just want to touch lives. I just want to make an impact in the community, you know? So, but all of us have the same mission. We want to get better. We want to improve on ourselves. We want to uh, make an impact out there. And that's so oh, heartfelt and it's so admirable. But I, I, I do 
you want to sort of touch on that. It does feel like, oh, that's a lot of pressure to put on your business. I just want to help people. If people could only just know what I know, do what I, I say to do, that pressure is um, it's, a, it's quite a lot of responsibility to put on, on you or your business. Do you, do you yes. subscribe to that? Do you feel that? Yes, it is. It, it actually is. It's it's a lot of pressure. But again, like I always tell people, you know, you can copy the how, but you can never copy the why. So everyone has a unique why inside. Mm-hmm. And the moment you keep uncovering that why, then if the why is greater than the pressure, then you will end up loving what you do. But then also on the flip side, the idea about entrepreneurship in nowadays, it's not mostly about loving what you do. I think it's about utilizing underutilized resources and then utilizing them to the maximum capacity. And sometimes mm-hmm. that's not a pleasant journey. You're not going to love everything you do in business, but if you're keen on using underutilized resources, then if that's that's where the pleasure comes in. Oh, tell me about that. Can you give me a couple <laughs> examples of what what are these yeah, underutilized resources? Yeah, so for example, you know, just recently I was talking to a few guys that they're in a private equity group and they got a lot of resources that are just sitting around. And uh, somebody brought up an idea and say, hey, you know what? Uh, we could uh, dig dirt from Jamaica and send it this way because you'll get, you know, maybe about $15 a ton uh, while here, maybe as expensive as $40 a ton, right? Uh, Who loves to dig dirt? These guys were talking, they're not even in that business, but they're like, hey, we got some money, okay? Uh, We can go and utilize resources there. Now, but resources in in form of money is just one underutilized resources. But let's talk Mm -hmm. about human resources, Right. Where you find you have people in your organization that are not maximizing their potential. Right. Uh, They're not using their capacity. They're not using their potential to the maximum. Those are also underutilized resources. And I think the whole idea about an entrepreneur is being able to spot those kind of people in your organization and helping them maximize their potential. And in that way, you're able to grow your business. Mm. So you've you've mentioned two aspects there, money, people. It's so important, I think, to get the right people, the rights, and and and, and train and have them focus on your way. As an entrepreneur, right? We ha- we have our business. They can't care more about our business because they're never going to. They're not yes. you. Um. So this is I'm I'm digressing as I as I talk through this, but people, you, I mean, our business is called Unforget Yourself. It's about you. This is the Unforget Yourself podcast. It's yes. all about you. You matter. You're the most you are the most important thing within your business. Ego aside, yes, you are. Yes. So yeah. how to focus on yourself. So yeah, we can focus on the money. Yes, we can focus on the people around you to bring it back one step further. But some 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 of us are are scared to do one. They're in denial or or don't want to look at that. But long question for you the person how do you help business owners one focus on on themselves as a underutilized resource as you put it absolutely now here's what i believe mark i believe that your business is a reflection of your personal life 
So if you have certain things in your life that you need to deal with, your business is always going to be a reflection of that. Let's talk about something as simple as discipline. If you lack discipline in your personal life, it's very difficult to have discipline when it comes to business. You might, but it will still always reveal itself in some mm. form or capacity. And so I believe in taking care of three things. And I talk about this a lot. I talk about you need to take care of your soul, your mind, your will and emotions. You need to take care of your physical body. And some people will say, you know, you need to take care of your spirit, man, or the inner essence of truly who you are, right? Because if these three things are out of place, then your business cannot, cannot, cannot thrive. And so mm-hmm. if you want to talk about growing your business or scaling a business or starting a business and whatnot, uh, I agree with you 100%. It starts with you. You know, are you dealing with those things? You know, have you dealt, uh, here's a topic buzzword lately, uh, trauma, you know, uh, and, and, and these are conversations that business people have not been having, but now are being forced to have because they are surfacing. And we see that your business could grow uh, based on your personality, on, on, on how strong you've dealt with you as a person, uncovering and discovering who you are. Mm. And I'll go one step further, your business, whatever you do in different walks of life could be masking something because ah it's uncomfortable we can't look at that we need to avoid therefore to work more those that find i I did it oh my gosh years ago when i was running my my design and marketing agency um in the uk working all hours all the way through i thought it's okay i love this this is this is what i need to do to grow a business false belief number one number two it's i was shielding myself i was actually hiding from Things aren't quite right in in my life. So I'm going to focus on this because if I only get, here's the equation, if I only get this, then I'll be happy. Um, But I didn't allow myself to look at the things that were like, this isn't quite right. Do you see that as well with, with especially I think the startups that, that you work with? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, and I can share this personally because, you know, I, I went through a season in my life that I worked so hard but the reality of why I was working so hard is because I did not want to deal with a failing marriage, mm-hmm. right? And so you find that I'm putting effort in one area while failing in another one, but I was just masking because I didn't want to look like a failure. So here I am putting so much effort just to avoid facing reality. And the truth is that issue did not go away no matter how hard I work, right? But I needed to come true to myself and say, I need to fix this problem. Like working hard is not a substitute to fixing this problem. So absolutely, and I see that a lot. I mean, I see and I've worked with uh, several uh, chief executive officers, so busy traveling around the world. They look like they're busy and they're growing these empires, but they're hurting something else going on in their lives that they don't want to face, that they don't want to deal with. So absolutely. I'm just going to pick on what you said earlier. um, That's, you know, you working harder, want to avoid, but hopefully to make this better, but surely by working harder, traveling more, getting yourself away from your marriage, actually further fuels and makes that worse. It's a a tough cycle. It's a cycle of, you know, what 
Katie puts it beautifully. I'm going to butcher it here, but what we, what we, what we fear, what we fear the most, ah, oh, subconsciously we're going to create. We are going to attract that in because the frequency that we, the the, what we, the weight we put on it. Yes. We we self sabotage in ways if we're not aware of where our attention and focus is is kind of going. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And I agree. And and the thing is this, you know, the decisions you make determines the future you create. And so the decision not to deal with the real issues of your life are going to ultimately create your future. Like you said, you know, subconsciously, we are constantly creating the environment that's around us subconsciously. Either it's through the fears we have, through the words we speak, through our imaginations, we are constantly doing that. And so that's why at the beginning I say that your business is really a reflection of who you are. Mm-hmm. I love that. And um, I can't remember who, who it was. Um, I'm sure it was in a previous podcast interview. We were, we were chatting away and uh, the lady said, hey, you know what? Show me your business. Show me everyone's business and I can tell you what's going on in your personal life. Show me your business. I can tell you what your problems are. And it was so revealing and it was so, I think, vulnerable. It's like, oh my gosh, you mean you can tell everything by looking at someone's business? It just marries exactly what what you said. And I I truly, as I started to look at that and, 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 and pick it apart, it's like, that is so true. Look at someone's health. You can tell them what's happening in their business. Look at someone's relationships because maybe on the top level, it's different. I'm working out really an awful lot, but my business is failing. There can be that disparity, but there's also that's the root cause. There's something in there. Yes. Need, fear, a doubt, uh, uh, overwhelm. <laughs> Makes sense. Something yes. all, all over that. Um, and back to one more point you said, I'd like to talk about alignments. If we're not aligned with all the areas of our life, if we're not aligned with our whys, um, that's a tough place for a business to be. And then you're just masking your, the lack of confidence comes in. So how does alignment play an important role in not only your clients, but in, in your business, in your life? Absolutely. I think for me, it starts with personal care. I've had to become intentional. I started a company back in 2009 and I grew it, you know, to becoming a multinational franchise, you know, in eight different states, mm-hmm. uh, lots and lots of locations around the country. And, and, um, and, and I thought for a minute that that was what success was about. Uh, but at that time, I became super overweight. You know, I I was not taking care of my health. Uh, I was not eating right. I was not exercising and things like that. And so here I am a little bit confused. Wait a minute. That's that's what I thought success was all about. But but look at me, you know, I'm not doing well physically. And so I came to understand that it all starts with Mm self-care and self-care needs to become something that you cannot compromise you need to sleep well, you need to invest time in exercising, you need to invest time in uh, even in your nutrition, knowing what you should eat and what you should not eat. Uh, you need to spend time uh, mind feeding, feeding your mind with the right stuff that's going to change your state of mind. So that because there's so much distraction, so many things going on around us, you need to take care of that. You need to spend some time uh doing meditation. Those are things that I'm just like, I cannot compromise this. I don't care how busy I am. 
this is my me time and I have to take care of this. If I don't take care, you know, it's kind of funny. It became a routine where if my first three hours of the day get messed up and I don't do the three most important things that I have to do every single day, then it's like the rest of the day, I'm really moody. I'm not the best, you know, guy to be talking to because I'm, I didn't take care of me. And it sounds selfish, just like when you're in a airplane and they tell you, you know, when uh, in case there's a lack of oxygen, you don't put your oxygen mask on your kids. You, you first start by taking care of yourself, then you can help somebody else. So here's what I tell business people all the time. Don't tell me you're busy changing the world. Are you busy changing you? Mm-hmm. You know, are you busy changing you, becoming the person that you're meant to be, learning more about? It's very interesting. I'm still learning things about me that I didn't know. Like, you know, people, after all these years, you would think, I got me, I have me figured out. No, you just don't. And what I discovered is that you, you don't decide what you become in life. You discover. It's a journey. Every single day, you're just discovering aspects about you that you didn't know like I didn't know someone could push me so much and get me maybe yelling I thought always in my life I'm this you know very calm guy and stuff like that and I'm like wait wait was that me (laughs) right so it starts with taking care of yourself let's let's get into the nitty-gritty then there because you said there's three things non-negotiables that are your your morning routine can you share what those things are for you personally Yes. So for me personally, I wake up 4.30 or 5 every single day. So 5 to 5.30, I'm going to spend time either meditation or just uh, praying and uh, reading. I'm, I'm a religious person, so I read the Bible. Uh, and then uh, from uh, 5.30 to 6.30, I'll go and exercise my physical body. So I'll you know, kind of go to the gym and do that. Then from 6.30 to 7.30, I'm going to spend time uh, reading anything in my field, mm. right? Those three things, Mark, I don't negotiate. <laughs> Love that. Well, so what you described there, I mean, we help um, you know, business owners to create their, their personal routines, their daily routines, but also their in-the-moment routines. I think yes. that's crucial as well. There's two very different aspects there. Um, what you're describing is your, your morning routine. And yeah, my morning routine. one, you have connection with, with source, spirits, the universe, God, whatever you want to call the greater power. Yes. Um, so you have your connection with with that aspect. You have the connection with yourself. You have the connection with your physical body, and then you're fueling yes. your mind with knowledge, information, ideas, inspiration. So you're touching three key points there to sort of break that down, which I think is um, whether that's intentional or whether that was just it happened and it felt right because of this. I think it's a fantastic. Um, fantastic start to fuel fuel these these aspects yes absolutely and i find that i get energy from doing those things mm-hmm. versus having them as as a task right mm-hmm. as much as they're negotiables for me i just find like it fuels me then that's the right word it fuels me i feel like i'm ready to face the day and of course there's certain things that i do like when i get to my meditation i want to write about the things that i'm grateful for and i want to reflect about the things that i'm grateful for i always also you know do some affirmations i remind myself right i don't wait for people to tell me out there that i'm great i tell myself those things right so i can just get my mind in the right framework and once i do 
I discovered that that's where my fuel, my energy comes from. And I'm able to function more effectively and more efficiently throughout the day just by accomplishing those things, the physical body, my mind, and my spirit. Yeah, and I want to eradicate that false belief of you know, what's what's selfish, where we, we think it's selfish. And you, you mentioned it with the, the plane analogy. And um, yeah, I mean, if we think it's being selfish, it's not. You've got to be giving, especially in your line of work, from an overflowing cup, not just a full cup, not a half-empty cup. It needs to be overflowing so you can cascade all this wisdom, knowledge, awareness, advice to the right people, but in the right way. Um, you so cannot I, give what you don't have, right? Yeah. So you can give what you don't have. Uh, you can be busy trying to change people's lives, but if your life is in a mess, it's not going to work, right? So I believe in that analogy of, you know, you have to be overflowing. So if I'm overflowing with joy, as an example, I can be able to share joy with other people, right? But uh, again, you can't give what you don't have. Yeah, um, absolutely. So sweet you've been talking awful lot about what you do have and the good routines and how you do share and it's all so inspirational and really helpful i hope everyone out there has found it really helpful next level what's not going well what are the challenges that you're currently facing that either you're you're hitting head on or it's like <laughs> hands up i'm struggling in this one area and i'm actively trying to find ways to do it because i think to share the struggles we all go through is is so important to understand that, hey, everyone out there, you're not alone. <laughs> you're not alone. Um, can you outline a couple of things for us to understand, you know, that flip side of your of your life and business? Absolutely. So the flip side for me is that I recently got married again. And uh, that's exciting. Thank you so much. And um, now there's new dynamics <laughs> because now I want to create work-life balance, whatever we want to call it, right? Because this is someone that's very dear to me and I want to spend enough time. But at the same time, I'm at a place in my business, having lost about two years during COVID time in my business that I'm like, I really want to put it on super drive and, you know, spend more time growing the business, right? Yeah. That's a challenge, that's a challenge. Luckily, I'm blessed. My wife understands. She's all in. She wants to, you know, put in 100%. But there's always the risk of if we make our lives always about our business, then we start growing apart from one another. Because now mm -hmm. it's no longer how you're doing is, hey, did you deal with that client? What's going on in your life, right? So yeah. uh, that's a challenge. Then, of course, there's a baby that's involved and we want to grow our family. And that's exciting. But that also means new responsibilities. Am I able to do 4.30 anymore waking up uh, if I went to bed at midnight? Now I have to change everything, which can be super frustrating because, Mark, I'm like, I'm used to waking up at 4.30. What? I have to wake up at 6 because I just had four hours of sleep, right? Mm -hmm. So that in Sorry, itself just, is... jump in there so <laughs> CK, do, they, do these frustrations sort of do they start to seep in and how do you notice these these frustrations coming into play for you absolutely uh great question you, you just find yourself that you're not hitting your daily targets and usually, you know, I'm a very goal-oriented type a personality you know I'm like you know hey let's go let's go you know um 
and and I have to be careful, by the way. Uh, I go back with that because my wife happens to be type C. So, and we work together. So now here's the thing. At work, I'm all like, hey, give me the bottom line. Did we make money? Did we not make money? Like, I don't care about the stories, right? Uh-huh. She was like, I care about this story. I want you to understand what happened. And this is what we did and stuff, which I don't care about, right? Now you start finding yourself frustrated. And then there's remembering, oh, my God, that's that's my wife. Like, what? I can be frustrated. I don't want this to carry and go back home with me. Mm-hmm. Right. And we have that understanding. Like she knows we got separate roles, work is work, home is home. Mm-hmm. But again, uh, like I'm saying, oh, in theory, noticing in theory. In theory, that's beautiful. With Katie and myself, <laughs> we get this. We work together, we live together. We yes. So in theory, we know the boundaries, but yeah. but yeah, there you go. But you you find yourself like talking to her, like, hey. I'm like, okay, explain to me, you know, yeah, tell me what happened. Um, and so those kind of things start sipping in and 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 you have to be careful because the question is how I deal with it determines the outcome of what's gonna happen with our business, you know. Um, either we're gonna grow this together or this can start growing us apart from one another, uh, just because I'm not paying attention to her and how she feels. But I also need to understand when we get home, it's my responsibility also to know how was her day. And I can't make the assumption that just because I saw you throughout the day that you're doing fine. That's not the case. Right. So uh, it's an exciting journey. But at the same time, it needs a lot of self-awareness or else it can potentially be a conflict beautifully put and that and that's a struggle right that's an ongoing struggle because we i you know, don't know if it was your mouth but you make mistakes you do the wrong thing. as you said i don't care about the story i want to know the bottom line so these these mistakes these things it's an ongoing process for you yes it 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 doesn't stop, but if you value the process and you're intentional about your learning, then you constantly have to pay attention to what am I learning through this process right now and take time to reflect about it, write it down, think about it and try, be open to change. Because here's another thing that I discovered about myself. It's so easy for me to say, you know, you got to be open to change. You go inside a company and you turn it upside down, right? Because you know what needs to be done. Like right now we're helping a client franchise their business and check this out. I mean, we're turning everything upside down, right? But then the question is, am I really open to change myself? Am I really open to sit back, reflect, and say, I need to change my approach with this thing that I'm dealing with? Because, again, with my personality, it ain't broke. Let's keep doing it the way we've been doing it. Right. So I I, I need to jump in there as well because it ain't broke. Keep doing it. I'm sure you teach and coach this on on a business level those things that you do have got you to the point you are. And that's a dangerous statement to have. Like Very dangerous. These, these things, this mindset, these uh, behaviors, these actions, these tactics, this marketing strategy has got me to here, which is somewhat success. Therefore, 
this is working to be able to say now I've reached this point maybe these things all need to change to continue to go forward but that ego that persona of us to to be able to be vulnerable and say yeah I think things do need to change um is a tough place to be very very tough place to be especially as a leader uh to some degree admitting that the cause has changed mm. and what we're doing is not working right so it's the sunk cost fallacy right you, for example you invest money in a project and it's not going on well but you keep investing more money because you're like you know maybe this time around it's going to change maybe just one more one more round of funding that's it and and this time it's going to right you you kind of have to be very very uh keen to knowing when to stop certain things and when to change uh your approach to the things that you've been doing and as business owners i find that to be a problem because we get comfortable but we don't even realize that we are comfortable hey bills are paid you know margins are met we're still at 30 percent margin so we are good and then we forget as opposed to what what if our margins could be 60 percent if we changed you know admitting that we are wrong can you mm. think about it? An employee calling you out on something and the other business owner, you're like, hey, I built this company, okay? Mm. I got us to where we are. But if you listen carefully to what they're saying, that one change could take you to the next level, but are you willing and even open? So egos aside, like you say, it's 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 a challenging position to be. And small business owners, for those of you that are listening to this podcast, that is a crazy point because we love our businesses like our babies. We want to carry them. Don't touch it. Don't change anything. It's working perfect. Uh, now you got to be still open to change. Yeah, you said it perfectly. You, your strategies, your mindset, your tactics, whatever it is, has got you to where you are. But on the flip side, that is going to keep you where you're at. You and that's not a plateau. It's not going to stay here. As you grow um inflation goes up different strategies different platforms come out everything else is growing if you're not growing you're actually shrinking because everything else is evolving around us in this in this big beautiful natural world absolutely yeah very true and uh you know um again it goes back to where is your mindset right are you are you willing to have that inner dialogue with yourself that things are not working and that you need to change. I was just talking to a business owner not so long ago who became a client of mine and they've been on the red about six months in a row. And I told him, I said, here's the thing, one more month and you need to shut things down. He's like, no, I, I this is a great idea. I have this, this idea is going to change the world. I say, look, I get it. And there's exception to this rule. We've seen people that, you know, kept going, but I said, there's nothing that you're doing different. You just believe that this idea is going to change the world. I say, it's not. You need to shut things down. So now months later, he's wiped out his whole bank account and he's like, I can't do this anymore. I, I need something. You are right. I said, yeah, we had that conversation four months ago. That's when we were supposed to shut it down. But now we have to change everything and get you where you're at least taking care of your family, you know, and 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 then we can see how 
how different you, you might be able to implement these ideas, right? So very important to have that inner dialogue uh, and be truthful to yourself that this is not working. And have the ability to take action when you need to take action, change behaviors when you need to change behaviors. Um, yes. And all these gurus out there with marketing, <coughs> sales and um, all the advice saying to just do this. I mean, morning routines, what works for you may not work for other people. Try Absolutely. it. See how it feels. See the results of that. Maybe five in the morning isn't good for some people. Some people it is. So find your route forward. Um, also intuition to be able to understand from yourself. If you feel like this strategy isn't working, and me and Katie, we've been there. We've been we've done marketing strategies for our business, and in our gut, we're saying this is wrong. This doesn't feel right. Whether it's the wrong platform, wrong message, wrong technique, whatever it might be. But to have these experts, leaders in the field say, I'm going to keep going, do this when there's some part of you. So I think authentically, it's about you. So if you have that feeling, I want you to trust yourself. I want you to be able to hear yourself and have the ability to, to speak up or whatever to whoever you need to. I think that's an important part of being being a business owner. And that intuition is developed when you learn to spend time with yourself. You know, when we're talking about the spirit aspect and the meditation and connecting to the universe or to high power or whatever, uh, that is sensitized. The more you learn to shut down the distractions and focus, you can really develop your intuition at that moment. But if you're just caught up in the mundane task of every day, I got to wake up, I got to move, I got to see this client, make this phone call and do all those things, you will always end up a casualty in your business. But if you really take the time to really have that inner dialogue and that inner peace and reflection and and taking the time to meditate, you really sensitize your intuition and you can make better decisions that way. Perfect. Internal versus the external. Both need focus, both need attention, but the duality of life, they are both important. Hey, that's a beautiful way to wrap up this, this episode. CK, thank you so much for, for your time and for sharing um, your business, your thoughts and how you go about things. It's been, it's been cool. It's been really good fun. Thank you so much, Mark. I really appreciate it. I was glad to be here. Hey, you're welcome. And if people want to learn a bit more about you, uh, your services and who you are, um, how can they find you? Absolutely. Uh, www.wealthfitnessonline.com. That's a website. You can see everything that we offer there. And of course, you can connect with me on Facebook, CK Charles, or Instagram, Wealth Fitness Online. And um, yeah, we would love to connect with, with you. Beautiful. Well, thank you again. It's been, yeah, it's been so much fun. Really appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Mark. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark. Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how... 
our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.